Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. We are joined by Rosie DeMelwanch, founder of Our Closet. How are you? Hi, Catherine. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thank you. So tell us, who is Rosie DeMelwanch? Um, in a nutshell, I suppose I would say that I am or I have become someone that is very passionate about empowering other people, uh, women especially. I do this by offering and building a platform where they can monetize their underutilized assets because I feel that's a very empowering thing to be able to have, you know, maybe a secondary income stream, Um, especially in a time like we're in at the moment um, during or sort of coming to the end of COVID where Finances have been tough for everyone around the world. Um, So I think it's always nice for people to have a secondary income stream, um, something that they can, you know, monetize those, those assets that they already have at home that may be sort of lying around gathering dust. And so what was your original call to adventure to starting our closet? Um, That's an interesting one. I feel like I'm someone that has maybe had, a series of almost very different lives. Um, I've moved around the world a lot. I've worked in very different industries. Um, I started in New Zealand about 10 years ago in the real estate industry. I then moved overseas and worked in the resource industry. Um, And that's that's a very interesting, well, can be an interesting industry to work in. But at the end of the day, it wasn't something I was comfortable with. I didn't enjoy a lot of the people I was working with. I didn't enjoy the effect that that had on the planet. That was a big one for me. Um, essentially, I didn't want to wake up 30 years down the track realizing I'm still doing the same thing. I haven't done anything positive for the planet. In fact, I've, you know, I've been a part of, of being, you know, creating something quite negative for the planet. So I was looking for something to do, something to give me um, some purpose in life. And um, I was living in Australia at the time and dress rental is a very big industry there. And I have quite a nice little collection in my own closet that, you know, often it's just sitting around. I can't wear all my clothing and dresses at once. So I thought it might be a nice idea to um, rent those out. So I started doing that just with my own bits and pieces. And then I had a few girlfriends that would give me some of their pieces as well and say hey you know you can you can rent out mine as well that would be great for both of us um but it was always an issue where you know 8 p.m on a Friday night I get a call from a girlfriend saying hey you know that dress I gave you last week it's all I wanted to wear tonight can you please 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 get it to me right now in an uber which um you know (laughs) a little bit frustrating for me so I thought why don't I look to build something a little bit maybe like Airbnb where people can you know, be a part of this whole circular economy where they are renting as well and I can help them with it if they want 
or if they want to manage the whole process themselves, that's what they can do. So it's like I've gone from the most polluting industry on the planet, the resources industry, um, working for them to moving to the fashion industry, which is another one of the top polluting industries, but I'm changing up that model and doing, you know, giving an alternative to the way we, way we do fashion. So, um, you know, we're not just buying, wearing once things end up in landfill, we've got other options. We can monetize our own pieces or we can borrow from others and maybe select a piece that we wouldn't normally have access to. Coming from my background of a world of fast mm-hmm. fashion, this is definitely music <laughs> uh, to my yes. ears, you know, about that really, that circular economy mm-hmm. and that uh, green economy and how we can actually reuse and share. Uh, and I really and truly believe that that will be our economy of the future and it will become more of a collaborative approach on lots of different assets uh, that we have uh, when we're underutilizing those particular assets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there is a shift going in that way already. But I think there's a lot more room to get a lot more people on board. Um, a lot of my customers, they, you know, they range from 16 through to, say, 60 years old. And the younger generation is just embracing this because they've, you know, they've grown up with Airbnb. They've grown up with Uber. So for them, it's very normal um, and sort of a bit of a natural thing to do. Whereas, you know, some of the older generations, it's taking a little bit for them to get their heads around it. But once they sort of try it or they dip their toe in the water... I think that's what converts them. And it really all comes down to education. And if you mm-hmm. can educate, um, you know, your particular audience and that older generation, that really then transpires to that younger generation and their wonderful uh, ambassadors mm-hmm. to have in a community. I've certainly seen that in entrepreneurial women with purpose this year, particularly. Absolutely. So I'm sure on your journey to having the goals and the impact that you are, there have been trials and tribulations, you know, the highs and lows and everything in Mm -hmm, between. Definitely. Are you open to sharing some of those? Yeah, sure thing. Um, I think, so I I mentioned I was based in Australia where I started, you know, the, the, I guess, B2C model of renting out just my own pieces. Um, I then was ready for a change. So I ended up moving to London. Um, I looked into the dress rental scene before I moved over. I realized there was just nothing really happening in that area, knowing, you know, how big dress rental is in the US, in Australia. Um, it felt natural that the UK would head in that direction as well. So I um, <laughs> packed up my house, packed my bags and moved to London by myself. Um, I didn't know anyone when I got there. So I guess that was a big challenge for me. Um, you know, I thought I could just move over. It would be much like um, <laughs> much like Auckland or Perth, which is, if anyone has lived there before, they know it's, it's definitely not. It's a lot more fast-paced. It's a lot bigger. It's a lot more cutthroat. So for me, one of the biggest challenges was, A, setting up this business, you know, and the time that goes into doing that, and B, networking and finding the right people to be you know to be meeting to be knowing getting to the right type of events because there's a lot of events that are going on but it's finding the right ones finding the right people um getting those introductions because I think that's really the way the world works is you know it's a lot of who you know and getting those introductions and getting help from others so that definitely took me a long time sort of starting starting from cold um and building that network Another big front, big one for me is that I am a sole founder. 
Um, and it's taken me a very long time to build a team around me and a, a team that I love, that I trust, that they have the same, you know, vision, morals, values as I do for the future and for the future of this company. And it can be very lonely being a sole founder, especially um, where I am in New Zealand at the moment, where is the rest of my team are in Indonesia and the UK. So it's a little bit difficult with that, with the time zone. So we, we did initially launch in the UK. We've now launched in New Zealand as well. And it's sort of dealing with both of those in tandem dealing, you know, you sort of feel you can zoom call as much as you want, but (laughs) it doesn't always replace that personal connection of being, you know, sat right next to someone. Um, So that's definitely been a bit of a struggle. And I guess COVID is, has affected a lot of people. For us, it means we've essentially gone into hibernation in the UK. I mean, with their coming in and out of lockdown and us currently having a lot of event-based stock listed. Um, if people aren't going out, they're definitely not renting. So uh, the positive of that has meant that since being in New Zealand at the moment, um, you know, arriving prior to lockdown and not expecting to stay this long, it's given me the opportunity to do a complete rebrand of the business, to build a brand new website from scratch, to change up the business model as well. We were a straight rental of women's clothing and accessories in the UK. We now offer sales. We're looking at doing men's, children's, um, active wear, sporting equipment, household equipment as well. All those sort of bits and pieces that ends up in landfill so easily. So it has given us that opportunity to sort of, you know, go back a step, rebuild all of that, launching New Zealand, test out what we're doing in New Zealand, see how that goes. You know, we're very lucky here that life for now seems very much back to normal compared to some of the other countries in the world. Um, So even though it has been quite difficult, we have sort of managed to um, take advantage of that to pivot and kind of move through it. I think in a way that's been, that's all up has been very good. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. We, with the way that you see the things happening Mm -hmm. around the world, I think we're in an incredible position. So thinking about your journey, what does the word purpose mean to you? Because obviously you went from working in an organisation that didn't reflect your values and didn't mm-hmm. reflect your vision and you didn't want to be in 30 years thinking, what the hell am I contributing yes. to? Um, I Thinking about contribution and purpose and how that kind of comes I together think for you. I think purpose for me is fulfilment. Um, it's waking up in the morning and knowing that I'm doing something to make a difference, knowing that I'm doing something that I can be proud of and knowing I'm doing something that, you know, reflects my morals and values. And I think everyone innately wants to do something good in the world. So everybody has some sort of purpose and being able to find that. And, you know, I'm lucky enough that what I'm doing just aligns so well with my morals and values. And I really absolutely love what I'm doing. I think to be able to find that, I feel very lucky that I've, I've finally been able to find it. Now, for you to become the best version mm-hmm. of yourself, I'm sure there's daily rituals and routines that you just can't get by without. Are you open to yeah, sharing some so of those? I, I love a good long walk. Um, I think I grew up in the countryside and I used to, you know, hike up um, in the hills for hours and hours on end. And that's always my thinking time, my dreaming time. So I, I love to do that. I have a, a walking sort of path that I do here 
around Auckland, I try and, you know, get at least my 10,000 steps in every day. And the other thing I really love to do is, um, surprisingly, listen to podcasts. Um, I love a great podcast. I love how it can give you access to someone that you may never have come across in real life. You get insight into what they're doing, how they're overcoming problems. And I love to listen to ones that I can really relate to. Um, if I have, you know, a problem, something going on in my mind, I love to get out, go for a good long walk, listen to a podcast that is from someone who's gone through a similar journey. Because often everybody that goes through these similar journeys has the exact same problems that they need to overcome. So it's really inspiring to see how they overcame it or even if it's not the same problem if they've overcome a big problem just to see that resilience that they put in to get through it um so that's i i normally wake up take care of some emails and then that's when i go out for my my long walk and it kind of sets me up for the rest of the day so in the afternoon i feel a little bit more creative my brain is a little bit more awake because i'm not much of a morning person especially because I do tend to work um, UK hours as well. Working in different time zones can mean working late into the night. So it kind of refreshes me and gets me set up for the rest of the day. So I love to do that. And obviously the, um, not necessarily daily, but the regular catching up with the rest of my team, it, it, it gives me energy and excitement. And I think it does for all of us, you know, it just gives us that, that little pet to keep going for the next, you know, day or so or, if we want to run something past someone, it's, it's a fantastic way to do that too. So that having that contact, even though we're in different parts of the world is very important. And you touched on it a little bit earlier about kind of the new opportunities and how you've been able to pivot and change up your organization and mm -hmm. change up the business model slightly uh, to reflect the now and the needs of the world. How else have you used this time of global change to create new opportunities? Um, it's, yeah, so as mentioned, we've, you know, we've pivoted, um, we have changed up the business model, we add in sales, we are also speaking more closely to our customers to see what they want to get their feedback, because sometimes what I think people are going to like, they don't necessarily like or appreciate. Um, I've spent a lot of my time here in New Zealand, also networking with other people in sort of um, similar but non-competing industries or businesses to find a way that we can create some partnerships where we benefit each other, where we can, you know, be helping each other, whether it's through, as you know, you mentioned that educating people. So um, some of the great sustainability initiatives that are out there, it's, it's always great to, to team up with them and to, I suppose, attack the problem of educating people as you know as a group or as a team so it's been a really nice time to do that and I think it's been quite an ideal time as well because of you know going in and out of lockdown people are got more not necessarily more time on their hands but they're willing to have some more conversations that they may not, not necessarily have had time for people are looking for new opportunities as well where they ways they can pivot so it's been a really great time to do some you know additional networking and and look at ways that we can help each other more. And I think there's generally a more openness um, to that kind of power mm -hmm. of collaboration. I think we've had this realization that we are not necessarily going to be competing for that dollar, yes. um, you know, that we could actually collaborate to get ahead and work together. You know, I think as we were intended, intended to do as human mm -hmm. beings that we probably got 
uh, lost in uh, in capitalism along the way that we're probably coming back to those deeper sense of values and what's truly important to us. And I Absolutely. hope that that's then reflecting uh, into our 2021 that we're not going to revert back to our um, old kind of status quo. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, we are together and I think that's been, you know, a great way for us to realise that. And as you say, I'm hoping that this lasts through to to the future where people have realized the power of, you know, strength in numbers. And so for you thinking about the next 12 months, where will you focus your impact mm -hmm. in that time? Um, so we obviously want to launch back in the UK. Um, the I think the vaccines rolled out today actually, which is you know, exciting to see that and exciting to see some progress finally. Um, so hopefully life is going to start to go back to normal there so we can, you know, relaunch with all the changes and new initiatives that we've put together over the last year here in New Zealand. Um, and I think as we spoke about earlier is really focusing on changing people's views towards the, the rental and resale industry. Um, I know it is starting to get some traction but there's just so much work that can be done there and I really want to just normalize that whole process whether it's you know a student moving into a flat where instead of going to Kmart and buying a whole bunch of um you know cheaper items that when they move out of their flat is going to end up in landfill you know giving maybe them another option to to you know hire a, a flat full of items that they're going to need and then at the end of it you know they go on to someone else they don't just end up in landfill um you know whether it's surfboards or wetsuits that are laying around in the garage that someone else might want to try surfing and they don't necessarily want to fork out to buy all that giving them that opportunity as well to monetize whatever's lying around and giving others on the other side of the coin opportunity to rent something something's a, you know an everyday type of object um kind of like a try before you buy type scenario and just to make that a lot more of a normal everyday um you know way way to do things and so what's that one thing that you are super passionate about that you would like to call on our entrepreneurial women with purpose community i think i would really love everybody to just talk about it um everybody that's listening to the pod this podcast or any of the other podcasts tell someone about it we are stronger in numbers building a community of like-minded entrepreneurial women and men as well that do have this this same purpose i think that's such a strong thing and we if we can get more and more people involved and make more and more people aware of it i think that's fantastic so go out tell someone about it, tell all your friends um, and let's build this bigger and bigger. There is definitely a power in community. So thank you for joining now our Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose community. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed the chat today. I really appreciate it. And I'm so proud and excited to be a part Aspect Skincare and Advanced Skin Technology are proud partners of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose, supporting women to be the best versions of themselves and loving the skin they are in through education, empowerment and investment in their futures.